Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and we're going to start off in normal fashion, and we're going to come out with a scripture and a prayer. And we're coming out of Proverbs 12 and 26, reading out of the Messenger Translation, and it reads, A good person survives misfortune, but a wicked life invites disaster. If you let God lead your life, no matter how bad it might look, he'll get you through. He'll make a way. He'll make sure that you'll get on solid ground again. No matter how hard the storm comes your way, just know that God got your back. Amen. God's going to make a way for you, but you got to trust God. That means you got to learn how to let go and let God, let God handle the situation. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, God, for this day, God. Thank you for leading us this far. Thank you for bringing us to today, God, the week of Thanksgiving, where we just want to give you thanks, God. Thank you for being able to give us breath. Thank you for the family that we have. Thank you for the relationships that we have. Thank you for the financials that we have in our lives, God. God, we just thank you, God. We thank you. We give you all the glory and all the honor, God. God, we ask you to plant a seed today, God. Plant a seed on this interview today, God, that something be say, said today so that somebody could say, what can I do to be saved? Expand the territory of Anointed Radio. Expand it out so that somebody out there that never heard about the name of Jesus could be able to hear today, God. Learn something new. Drop some wisdom, God, that we could be able to hear and apply in our lives, God. We just thank you and we glorify you. We say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. And you can um, go download my new single, Wake Up Bless, on all digital platforms. You can be able to download all my old previous music, Renew My Praise, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. You can be able to go check out all my music on all digital platforms. Again, I want you guys to know you can download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel so that you can be able to get your gospel on so your soul feel good all day. So if you're tired of commercials, if you're tired of all, all the shenanigans that's on the radio, go ahead and download the Anointed Radio app, 24-hour gospel to be able to feed your soul. So one thing I want everybody to know is your favorite auntie, my favorite auntie, your favorite auntie, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Go follow Dr. Marvinetta Clay on all social media platforms at Clay Marvinetta, Marv, uh, Marvinetta Clay. Um, you could be able to download her song. Um, they don't know. Um, Worship forever. You can find all her stuff at drmarvinettaclay.com so definitely go follow her go check her out and um in the absence of it we got we have um dw he's coming with his new show his new show is going to come out december the first week of december so the dw experience is going to come out make sure you don't miss it. he got some great people lined up for it and anointed radio is just getting bigger better and having a great platform amen Amen. And make sure you go check out my homegirl, Chiquita Andrews, with her book, The Unbroken. Um, and make sure that you be able to follow her on all social media platforms at Chiquita Andrews. That is it. We go ahead to Shy town with Chris Johnston. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Um, good to be here. Um, you can follow me at SinkChrisJ.com as well as SinkChrisJ on Instagram and Facebook. 
Um, and then also I have don't mind me, I'm I'm tired. It's past my bedtime. Um, but <laughs> you can find all my music on all um digital media outlets. Um, you have Chasing After You, and then I have a new song finally coming out on Thursday mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving called Three Kings. It's um basically a um up-to-date rendition of that old school Three King We Three Kings song uh, we used to do as kids. You know, when they got to the Three Kings part of the uh, play, Christmas play. So it's the newer version of it. So go check that out on Thursday. That will come out. It is fire. I promise you it's fire. You're going to enjoy it. Um, and, yeah, that's me. Y'all pray my strength. Amen. God, renew his strength in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> um, and we have the guest of the honor, Miss Danita Gibbs, everybody. Jay, oh my goodness, how are you doing? First doing all, well, Miss Danita. Yes. How are you doing in this in this midst of you know the pandemic and everything that's going? I see that you're um, still making music in yes, this year. I am. I'm doing great. Um, this is so much. You know, it's the times are so sensitive. I'm just glad to say that. You know how we used to say. Lord, thank you just for another day. I don't take that for granted. So I'm just thankful to be here another day. <laughs> I am. Amen. So one thing I would like to say is, and we're just going to go ahead and go into the interview. And the first thing I want to go is with a Pastor J icebreaker question. And the Pastor J icebreaker question is this. What are you thankful for the most in the year of 2020? So I'll say that again. So what are you thankful for for the most in 2020? Did we lose them? Uh oh. I'm right here. Can you hear us, Danita? We can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask the question again. Oh, the devil is trying to mess up our broadcast. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Yes. So, Miss Danita, the question I have, Pastor Jack Icebreaker question would be this Um, What would you be thankful for the most? in this year of 2020? Me? Yes. My life. Oh my God. Not having the coronavirus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I'm thankful for to to be able to go in and out the store and not catch anything. And I'm thankful to that I can breathe in and out. That's what I'm most thankful for. And I'm thankful for the forgiveness of God. Um, I'm thankful for um, God I, as I reflect and look back on my life and this year and the past, the past, I look back at my past. I'm so glad that God has forgiven me and um, just, I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful for God. I just say that and for my life. Amen. Okay. Yeah. So um, introducing you to um, some and reintroducing you to others. Where is your hometown and where do you reside now? Birmingham, Alabama. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, and I I reside in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, so how was the difference between Alabama and now you're in Tennessee? 
you know, it's really no difference. It's kind of the same thing, but but Nashville is a whole lot better. We have a lot of places to eat at. I love to eat. <laughs> so we have a lot of great restaurants. I know, right? We have a lot of great restaurants and it's a lot to do. And it's um, I live in a music city. So I'm surrounded by the best studios, the best producers. So um, that's the difference. Okay. Yeah. Well, about the food piece, you might have to come out here to Chicago. Really? Chicago food is fire. No way. I didn't gain about a good 20 pounds. Or something. I want to hear about that, Chris. You did not send no Harold. <laughs> haven't sent a Nair care package. Harold's is opening in Las Vegas. So if you have a Harold. a lot of other places, too. You could have sent some, some frozen pizza or something. I know it. Send us some pizza. Right. From so where? Where do y'all want pizza from? Whatever shy town finest. Uh, uh, There's pizza. a Giordano's down in, on, on the strip and in Summerlin, so you have Giordano's pizza. You're about That's to get a Harold. What else you got? It's, yeah, I'll see. And then, and then they got the the Chicago popcorn, Chris. Oh yeah, we're talking about food. They got Garrett's yeah. in Miracle Mile. It's yeah. not the same. <laughs> well, you're right because the water <laughs> out here is different. Well, we know the water's different because we're in the middle of the desert out here in Las Vegas. Yeah, so, like dirt. Oh Jesus, Amen. So we're gonna go back to Miss Danita, Miss Danita. <laughs> so um, we wanted to first ask you, um, what was the very first ministry that you did in church? Singing with the junior church, with the children's choir. We used to call it the junior church. So, so I'll say singing with the little children, children's choir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that a voluntary or? forced decision no i loved it that's when i learned about my gift singing in the um, children's choir i loved it amen mm-hmm. i was forced amen praise yeah. god for the people that went by themselves they said i want to sing for the lord at a young age amen <laughs> that was me amen y'all people willing to give the gift and find out now, i didn't want to leave now i didn't want to leave i just wanted to direct the sing in the background and then i got pushed to do the praise and worship so i was like oh okay well <laughs> <laughs> I was forced usher or choir, and choir got to sit down. So that part easy, easy decision. Ushers they stand up for hours, and then they don't listen to you as an usher either. So God bless. See, ushers need their own day. I feel like ushers need a appreciation, uh, uh, usher appreciation national day. Like oh, you know, okay. these national days that keep popping up, which I never they knew. Need, they need to be on payroll. Ooh. That's a whole another subject. Not on my home church because they're evil. Oh. Oh, oh my goodness. It's turning turning real quickly. Amen. So definitely. Those are just mean. I'm cool. <laughs> they were real mean. They do oh, not need a dollar. So, Ms. Denise, I, I want to ask you, with, with music being your gift. When did you decide to take it serious to actually take it to that next level and start recording? Well, I really didn't take it seriously. It was it was this man. He was a mentor of mine. His name is Tom Alexander. He saw the gift in me. He was like, Danita, you don't see what I see. So he said, what I'm he was from Mobile, Alabama and from Mobile, Mobile from Birmingham is like four hours away. 
So I was like 16. He was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to come and pick you up every weekend. And so my mom was like, Danita, you can't go by yourself. So she's like, you have to take your sister. So my sister drove with me. Then when he came and picked me up, he um he came and picked me up. We, we drove, he drove to Mobile for four hours, took me in the studio and I sang. And then he, t- then he brought me back home. He did that like every weekend. And then that's when I started noticing, okay, I, I, I have something. Then we made like a CD and then um, w- once we made like the underground CD, you know, the CDs that you sell out your car, it sound horrible. But yes, the, I made mm-hmm. like, and I was selling them on my trunk because my name, my my name started like moving around Birmingham. It was just in the air. God just started opening so many doors. And then this one man named Dr. Henry Payne, he noticed it. And he was like, hey, Danita, I want to meet with you at my studio. Audio State 55, I don't know you. He recorded so many artists. He recorded Jonathan Butler, Ruben Stutter, um, Virtue. I can go on and on. So um, he was like, I, I want to meet you. I, I've been hearing some great things about you. So I went to the studio. He offered me a deal. And um, I signed signed with them. It's called Audio State 55, but I'm not with them anymore. But um, but that's how I got like my name really, really and once I did that, um, I put a CD out and we were like number 14 on the Billboard charts in 2013. So, bam, wow. that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Deaf ass. Deaf ass. Mm. So when you know it, mm. you know it. You know it. And, and I think that's something deep that a lot of upcoming artists have to know is that when you know it, mm-hmm. you know it. You know, when the when God's opening certain doors that weren't there, you know, because it's... It's, it's never going to be a forced situation. It's always oh, no. going to be a situation where God opens a door and it flows. Yeah. Flows then, one, thing I, one thing I want to say is like I, when I would go in church, I would go in some churches and I would sing for free. I didn't charge anybody nothing. And I would go in small churches. I would go in the storefront churches. And, you know, I would go in churches that artists wouldn't go in now. Like I would go in there and sing like, you know, before the pandemic. And um, I would just go for free. And, you know, and you see a, a lot of artists don't understand that they think that, you know, they have they need to go into big churches and get paid like two thousand dollars when nobody knows your name. You have to start from scratch. And mm-hmm. I really started from scratch. And that's how God really, really started blessing me. Amen. Mm-hmm. So do you remember your very first song you recorded? Yes, I remember. And it was called Worthy. Uh, is that the one on your 2013 album? Yes, but we but we um kind of revamped it. It sounded kind of churchy back then, but it was it was called Worthy. So, are did you write that song, or did someone it, give it to you? I wrote all of my songs. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, so what was the inspiration behind your very first song? The, my inspiration was just like um. The story that I just told you about starting from the beginning, how um, that I didn't see um, what God was doing. And then I just wrote about that. And I think the inspiration came from just to keep just just to keep pushing on. Amen. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess I, I would say the next question I would have for you is this. What's some of the obstacles that you've seen while making music? Oh, man. To my with me or just the industry? Just you. Your own personal testimony with it. You know what? I'll say that. And I'm sure every I'm sure Chris has this, too. You know, when people tell you that 
you're not, you don't, you, you really can't sing. You're not good enough. Your image is not good enough. Um, you, you know, what, what you bring to the table, your songs and everything are not good enough. But, you know, I kept going on and we, as we know that, that, that proves to be wrong. If God, cause God has really been, um, opening up so many doors for me. I'm not a major artist. I'm not, but I am well known. And I thank God for that. I might not be known by the best. Ain't that right, Chris? But, you know, right. somebody knows our name. But any, you know, and I'm, you know, a lot of people say, and like my brother said one time, he's like, Denidi, I think you should be so much further than what you are, than where you, and I hate when people say that because yeah. it feels some type of way. And you know what? And I can really say this, honestly, I am content to where I am now because it might not be meant for me to get out there like that. You know, I am, I can really say that God, if God doesn't, if he does, if you want to stop right here, I, I, I still love God. I won't love God any less. Right. But, um, you know, I can really I can honestly say that, you know, I know a lot of artists can't say that because I know even in the pandemic, a lot of artists are paying so much money to be at the top. And I, look, I don't, I'm not rich like that. <laughs> I can't pay. I can't pay um, somebody two thousand dollars a month to, for a radio campaign. I can't do that. I don't have that yeah. type of money. But right. what I do have is faith. And um, I'm just going with that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, sometimes that's all you really have in this mm -hmm. industry, especially as an independent artist. Yeah, that pretty much you just have to have the faith that God's going whatever door is supposed to open will open, mm -hmm. and it's time. So, like, I totally understand and get where you yeah. are. And yeah. trust me, the same sentiments have happened. Same things have happened with people like, oh yeah, you don't have the image, you don't have the voice, and I'm just like, I just want to sing, but there's always somebody else out there that says, yes, you do. Yeah, and so uh, I put on my Facebook a couple of days ago. There's more people for you than there are um, against you. That's so right. focused on the ones that are for you and that's push right. forward, that's and keep it. building. And that's all I've really been doing. And yeah. yeah, it's been rough, but I still keep building and keep doing it. And mm -hmm. you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to your shirt because I think your sediment said everything in your shirt. Famous enough. Famous enough. <laughs> Amen. Hey, this is my favorite question. <laughs> I'm gonna, matter of fact, hold on. I'm gonna put it in this chat real quick where you can find it. But this is my favorite, okay. it's favorite. So dope. I love this sweatshirt since I bought it. Because you know, one thing that we have to look at is when we start putting self in front of our gift, we're no longer really, I guess you could say, really putting God first. We're putting ourselves, we're, we're making it as it's a show, it's a production, it's this, it's that. Yes, popularity comes because your gift makes room for you. But the main thing is when popularity comes, humility is supposed to come hand in hand with it. Mm -hmm. So yes, that yes. you can be able to keep yourself mm -hmm. balanced. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's something that you said that's deep. No, no one in our industry, in the Christian industry, should get so big that they forget their humble beginnings and can't go into a small storefront church where it began in the first place. Because most churches weren't, most of us, I didn't start off in no big, big church. I, I've, I've been in some, but I did not start in a big, big church. I started off in a storefront <laughs> church. And I remember those beginnings. And sometimes us as Christians, we have to remember our beginnings of why we even got on fire for God in the first place, what God has brought us through, what has he saved us from, and 
what has he blessed us with so that we could stay humble and knowing that if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have what we have today. I did not start in a big, big. Yeah. Amen. Amen. See, I had to get verification. Somebody had to had to put that on two times. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. That was and me. we got we got we got another host that popped up in, and we bringing into the room, Mister D W. Hello, hello, welcome. You late? Today is Monday, and I have all of my days off. And I got the email, and I looked at everything, and. Black moment, straight up black moment. I apologize. It's okay. Guess what? It we the reason why everybody's probably amazed. They're like, why is Anointed Radio on on a Monday? Guess what? It's because Thanksgiving is on Thursday, and I'm going to be cooking in my home. So we had the show today. Amen. Thank, and, and and guess what, everybody? While we're on the air, and if you're listening to this later, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I just want everybody to know you have something to be thankful for and know that God is making a way so that you can be thankful for more in your life. Yes, he is. From Anointed Radio and Family. Welcome. So, oh, hey, Chris, how you doing? How's everybody doing? Hi. Okay, let's rock. <laughs> Hey, we've been rocking. We've been waiting on you. <laughs> Are you waiting on me at the door? Yeah, look, I'm going to do my head like this. We've been waiting on you. <laughs> Chris posted a very funny post about that, but I'm going to leave that alone. Amen. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so one thing I, I wanted to ask you, Miss Danita, I actually met you at the Stellar's. Yeah. At Uncle G's um, showcase. Mm -hmm. And I've been rocking your song here in Las Vegas, Keep Holding On, for almost two years now. Thank you. And one thing I want to just say about that song, what encouraged you in that moment to write Keep Holding On? Niggas. The way they treated me. The way they treated me. The way, because... The way they treated me, the way Danita, you can't sing. Danita, you not good enough. Danita, you don't you don't need to be on the stage with us. Um, and so I got so frustrated with the in, with the industry. I'm just keeping it real. I got so frustrated. Um, Danita, you need you in order for you your song to be played, you're gonna have to pay us two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars a month to be on you for a radio um, campaign. I was like, man, you know what? Forget it. I don't have that. You know, I'm not going to put this song in rotation. I'm not, cause I can't afford it. I'm just going to let it do what it do. But I, um, and then um, that's what happened. And so these, I hate to say this, but these, these white people, they saw me, they, I sung somewhere in Nashville. I sung keep holding on at a writer's retreat. They walked up to me. They was like, did you write this song? I said, yeah, I wrote it. They was like, we want to take you on tour with us. So I went, I, I started going on tour with them. They took me around. Like we went to, a, I won't say around the country, but we went, I went to like a lot of states and stuff with them. Sung in like a big Florida arena. And like um, people started, she was like, you need to sing, keep holding on, sing the song that you wrote. I sung it. People started pulling out their phones and they recorded it and it went viral on, on social media and like not so long ago we hit like a i hit like a million views wow 
Yeah. So it doesn't take, you know, I said that to say this. You might not have the money. You might not have what other people have. You might not have the backing. You might not have, you know, um, you know, you know, yeah, you know what comes along with the record deal. You might not have that, but you know, you just gotta keep pushing and you never know who might see, who might see you or who might hear you. So you just have to keep pushing. And I love what you said. Here I come. I just jumped in. But um, listening to what you said, I've been asking a lot of artists, and it's just been a, a reoccurring theme, especially with with Black women. So I wanna, what I want to ask you is, um, do you feel you've had to work extra hard as a, a, a Black female artist? Um, have you um, had experiences where, if, you know, if I weren't a Black woman, I would have been here a long time ago or yeah. you know like can you speak to that experience yes we was just talking about it actually before you came on um <laughs> but we was waiting on you no. but no um <laughs> yes um i feel like as a black woman i had to work extra hard like i said because i could i'm not i don't have a record i don't have anything backing me up but what i did was i went to the smaller churches the storefront churches that that people didn't go to and i sang some places for free i didn't i didn't charge nothing i didn't you know like a lot of artists they go out and they want to charge people all this money and don't nobody know their name but i did the opposite so i went to a lot of i went to a lot of churches and i went you know sometime i would get paid like 250. email and i looked at it i would go there and all like i would go there and sing sing my heart out like i would go there and minister like like it was like fifteen thousand people in the audience so my names just start spreading, you know, God just start really opening a lot of doors for me. And I can honestly say that's how, I, that's how I started for me. Mm -hmm. That sounds a lot. I was just talking to some artists. We were having a whole conversation about singing for free mm -hmm. versus getting paid and just mm -hmm. the whole conversation. I feel like singers struggle with being compensated in church. We're taught, you know, we, this is our gift, this is our service. So what would you say to up and coming artists? Because there's always that conversation and Pastor Jay, Chris, I'm sure you all can attest to it about, um, you know, uh, being paid for your gift, but mm -hmm. finding that balance, because you just said something, um, it's not controversial, but a lot of people don't want to sing for free nowadays. So the it. fact that you saying that you went to these churches and sang for free, there's mm -hmm. a couple of vocal, you know, there's some singers out there who are like, you know, don't say that because, you know, this is our livelihood. This is how yeah. we, we make it happen. So just explain that, explain how you make sense of that and how you worked it for your favor, the whole singing yeah. for free versus being compensated and how you how you made that happen. Yeah. Once, um, like I said, when I first started, I say that when I first started off, I started singing for free. And when God just started opening doors for me, my my name got out there and I was able to sign with a record label and I was in demand. Then that's when I was able to charge people what I wanted to charge. And it worked out for me. But first you have to artists, you have to get your name in the door. Like you can't you can't go in because people do not know you yet. You have to go in, be humble. That's the first thing. Be humble. Go to these go 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 to events that maybe three or four people are at. When people invite you places, you know, and you'd be like, oh man, that's not a major church, but go in it, go in it and anyway. And because, you know, when you do little things, the little things, that's, that's what God sees. And then you'll be ready for the big things. God will begin to open more doors for you, you know? So you, do, you can't start off real big 
Just start off real small and then work your way up. And it shows in your your fans. Um, Barika Johnson just said, you know, Danita is a true artist. And I think that just really speaks to who you are as a person. Like, I'm just coming on, but I can tell like your fans, the people who listen to your music, they really love you, which is which is a big difference because it seems like they're going to be with you through the thick and the thin. You know, you can always count on them. And that really speaks to your character. And glory to God. I mean, hey, you have to stay humble. You have to remain humble. This is an industry. You have to remain humble. You can't be high minded. And you have to be, you know, you can't. And, and I, oh, I, I thank God this just popped in my spirit. And you have to be yourself. There's mm. a lot, you know, you have to be yourself. There's a lot of, um, God already created Jonathan May Reynolds. God created Todd Delaney. Go in and be yourself. Be comfortable for what God has given you. Don't go in and try to sing like Kimberell. Go in and try to sing like, what God has given you and be confident in it. When you're confident in that, that's when God will begin to birth some new sounds in you and some and, th and things that you never thought that you could do. And just be you, be you. Don't try to be nobody else. Be you. I, I, how do you be you in a world of Kimberell's, Travis Green's, you know, like I, Karen Clark's? How do you be yourself? You know, when I came, when I sung in the middle of the arena, and you, when you look me up, I don't do no runs. I don't know how to do runs. I don't know how to do riffs. But you know what? I was me. And I got, and we, and Lord blessed that video to get a million views because I was me. I wasn't trying to be nobody else. I was in the middle of the arena. I was just singing to the singing to the glory of God, just rocking, singing. And I didn't know that that, very, that video was going to go viral. So I was me. You might not be, I might not be everybody's cup of tea. You might not be everybody's cup of tea. You might not be everybody's favorite singer, but be confident in what God has given you and do it. I'm not saying that you go and present junk. I'm not, don't get that twisted, but you have to study your craft, but still be you. Mm -hmm. you, you. Agree, agree, agree. I, I, I definitely high five. I, I, cause yeah, highly agree. You don't, Cause you don't hear. So it's, it's just kind of like, I, I, I had a conversation last year. I think Chris was there for that conversation about musicians and singers being paid. Because a lot of times, if you look in the church nowadays, there's not a church where you see a musician that belongs to the church and plays for the church. It's mm. like now it's they. they I heard, uh, can I make a disclaimer? That's on the West Coast because out here, most of the musicians are members of their churches. And, they, and if they don't get paid, they don't get paid, but they'll still be there and pay for That's out here in Chicago. That's just on the West Coast. Y'all got a whole different level of, of musicianship. And, and, and let's because you got to look at it because it's a, it feels, I can say it's like more of a complete ministry in certain, in certain states. Cause I went to the Kia Awards last year and saw some great choirs and great churches that had ministries that they all belonged there. It wasn't like, oh, this I'm on payroll, so I'm here to play and then dip. No, this is my church. That's my pastor. I go to Bible study and I play. You know, and that's the missing key of what I think Danita's trying to say. When it comes down to it, the full industry is still ministry. 
Yeah. A lot of people are missing that part. They get industry minded mm-hmm. and they forget it's about ministry. Yes. And God is the one who opened you opened the door. You can't forget mm-hmm. about God right when you get through the door. See, that's mm-hmm. what happens a lot of times. God opens the door. You say thank you and you keep going. And then you don't ever conclude with him. You never talk with him and have conversations with him anymore. It's all about you, 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 and you. And then you you stop doing things like what blew my mind. If a storefront even called you to come sing, Mm -hmm. like for if a ministry calls you to sing, it's an honor because that one person in that crowd, it could be 10 people. And you never know that one person that could have took you to the next level, but because you were honorary uh-huh. and you didn't think that you had to be there, you missed out on a blessing mm-hmm. of a door that could have been opened when God tested you to see, do you still serve with your gift? Yeah, you you show your gift, but do you serve with your gift? And that's where people are missing that point. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say high five to you, Miss Danita, because it's... It's a breath of fresh air hearing yeah. true art artists, a true artist being out there saying it's still ministry, yeah. you know, because um going to what you were saying, DW, with the the paid part, there's a lot of ministries that can't afford it. <laughs> Let's be real, uh, that can't yeah. afford it, but they would love for you to come minister. And yeah. if God put on your heart. No matter if you got a million followers or, or, or two followers, if God put it on your heart, go do it. Mm-hmm. And if you get blessed at the end, that's because of obedience. Mm-hmm. That's not because you demand it. And mm-hmm. that's where humility comes in. When God guides you, God will take care of you. He won't give you the vision without the provision. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So Amen. I, that, that's where... I want any artist listening right now. I just want to interject that because that's the generation of why God kind of shut down everything because there was a lot of people saying, I represent him, but only represent itself. Mm-hmm. And wonder why things are getting on shutdown right now. Because God said there's enough of you. People are looking for me. And because you got too big, you can't even go say Jesus in somewhere because you didn't get paid that's that blows my mind because we that how can people loot get so far off of the mark of what we truly do this for yes there is an industry yes there's a business to it but what comes first is the ministry of jesus and if you're not going out to spread the gospel then you missing out on the mandate that jesus put forth mm-hmm. and i'm gonna leave that alone because i preach on that all day but it just no you're <laughs> preaching and then just to just, just to add add to that i don't speak much of my artistry but as an artist um and and danita you can tell me if you agree or not but a lot of times especially in the gospel industry we become accustomed to oh i'm singing at west angeles oh i'm, I'm singing at jamal you know the goal is to sing right, at right, the right, mega right. churches mm-hmm. as opposed to really following the assignment that god has for you Every opportunity is not meant for you. 
you know, just because they called you doesn't mean you say yes to it, but getting an alignment of God, I know this is my occupation, but also I have assignments. Where is it that you want me to minister? Because like you said, Pastor Jay, you know, the vision and the provision, but a lot of artists, I believe in gospel today, the goal is to get to the mega church, to yeah. get on the McDonald's gospel, gospel fest, as opposed to saying, you know what, is this my assignment? Yes, this looks good, but is this in the, the will, the direction, the path that you want me on? Because sometimes God may say, I don't want, I know that's a good opportunity, but I need you to say no to that. What, what do you say to that in, in gospel artistry? You talking to me? I said, well, anybody can. I was saying, Danita, but all of you, all of you are artists, yeah. and you are making a good point. So, you know, whoever wants to answer, you know, what do you, what do you say to that? Um, do you think we we've, we've lost that now? Are we on track with that? You know, like, what do you think about saying no to high paying gigs or being in the will of God or 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 being an artist in the business? You know what? Um, I'm gonna go back to this. I, I was singing in Ohio one time. And so Pastor Jason Nelson's praise and worship leader was there. And so I want you to hear me really, really clear. So he heard me sing. And I, when I was, when he heard me sing, he said, Danita, I need to get your phone number because um, I want to bring you to the church. And I thought he was just playing, you know. And I was like, well, you, just, you need to stop. You quit, you quit playing. So he actually called me. And I, he said, Danita, um, I want to, I want to get you here. And he was like, can you come? I said, are you serious? He said, yeah. He said, but then I'm just going to tell you, he said, um, you know, you have to, this is like, you have to pay for it. You have to fly on your own and you have to, you know, you're going to have to get your own hotel. So I was like, man, so I'm going to have to pay. You know what? I sacrificed and I did just what he said. And that was, I got a chance to sing and one of my favorite artists, Jet Pastor Jason Nelson, I was there in the sanctuary. I was singing. I said, oh my God, Lord, what if I would have turned this down because, because he wasn't paying me, God? What if I wouldn't have, what if I would have just, but you know what? I went there and it opened so many doors for me and I did not get paid not one dime. I actually have a similar, similar story to that. Yeah, yeah, I just got a similar story to that. And it's all in, all in Las Vegas, so y'all in Vegas know. But mm -hmm. Like most of the time when me singing in Vegas, I never got paid ever. I mean, maybe a few occasions, but like going to the smaller churches and stuff and people hear you sing and stuff and they opened up the door for other things. For example, I was able to open up for Thai Tribute in Vegas. Mm -hmm. I was able to sing with John P. Key in Vegas. I saw with JJ Harrison. Um, these are just some of the things I was able to do just because I was humble and I did the smaller churches and I wasn't getting paid. Um, I even went um, and did an event in Atlanta where we sang um, with Key Air Shear was featured. And yeah, I had to pay my own way, but it still yeah. it was just the door that would open. And right. basically again, at the end of the day, just sometimes you just taking the, opp the opportunity given to you and making the sacrifice. And then again, being humble opens mm -hmm. up so many other doors. Like I can't even name some of the stuff that I've done um, just just for being being available and saying yes again, some of you guys, um, you guys, Pastor J and DW know some of the stuff, but still, it just blows me away. Like some of the things I've been able to do just for being humble and being, yeah. you know, saying yes, okay, yeah, I'll come to your church and sing. I have no problem with that, and mm -hmm. I never got a dime. Yeah, 
ever. Yeah. Matter of fact, me being signed at the moment happened because I said yes to an event and I didn't get paid for it. Really? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Can I talk about the other side of that? Then there's the other side of chasing money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with the headache, you know. I'll yeah. give a little testimony of myself. I got a little bit too big of my from my bridges um after we won the How Sweet the Sound event in 2008. And I just said, you know what? I'm church hurt right now. Yes, that's a phrase. I'm church hurt, and I'm just going to go and make youth choirs. I was 19 years old. I'm just going to go to all these churches that kept calling me to be worship leader and, and over their youth ministry and all that. And I'm going to just run up the bag, honestly, I'm being, being real transparent. And it came with more hell than I wanted and what I even should have even went through Wow! because I was chasing money. Mm. And I wasn't chasing after Jesus, really? like Crystal would say. <laughs> it was a perfect pun for it. I'm for, I'm chasing, you know. And one thing I, I just want people to know is there's a there's a happy medium. That's why I always was saying I I am blessed if someone blesses me or not because God always finds a way to bless me. You know, He always finds a way to make a way. A check pops up in the mail, like oh we didn't. <laughs> You didn't overpaid some. I'm like, for real? I got a check. I got a check last week for seventy dollars. I don't even know what it's for. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I was praying <laughs> I for that. You know, and yeah. that's the things I'm saying. If you trust the God, the same God we're saying to trust and have faith in, it shouldn't always be money bound. Yes, there is a business side of it, but then there's a part of that you got to have faith in it. And yeah. if you and if you, if you're not really trusting the person you're singing about, telling everybody else to trust, then why are we doing it? Let's be real. It's coming to the ministry part of being real. If you going around the world, and I remember my uncle always told me this, and he he used to say that this is the thing that used to bother him. And I always kind of mold me when I became a pastor to be realistic. If I'm telling you to be faithful, if I'm preaching and singing and ministering you to be faithful, but Mm -hmm. I can't be faithful, then I'm playing. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. God sometimes tells you to minister to yourself those same things that you minister in your songs. That's it. The key to your breakthrough is inside of your song. Mm -hmm. You might not even knew that your song was a breakthrough for yourself. You was just like, man, I feel like God's telling me to write this song. It's about to be fire. Everybody's going to hear it. They're going to be deliverance. And then you go back to the words of your song that you wrote. And there was a key in there that you needed to hear so that Mm. you can have a breakthrough on a personal level so that you could be able to amplify your ministry. Come on here. Because you want to be a walking testimony to be able to show that I'm not perfect. (coughs) I'm striving towards the mark to be able to go where Jesus wants me to go and to be molded the way that Jesus wants me to be. Because The big churches is cool. The arenas are cool, but they come with something that if you're not mentally ready, if you're not spiritually ready, those demons will make you into a whole different person. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Because high, the higher the levels, <laughs> the bigger the devils. Mm-hmm. And that's a serious thing that you, you wonder why there's so many people in gospel, because I'm not even talking about secular, and I've been on that side of the world too. We're on the gospel side that they've gone through some things because 
they didn't stay close to the throne. Mm-hmm. They stay close to their crew. They stay close to their label. They stay close to their writers, but they did not stay close to Jesus, the person who brought them there in the first place. Mm. So that's the thing that I would say to anybody out there. Yeah, it's cool to be paid. Yeah, it's all that, but it comes in due season. Mm-hmm. But you got to get ready. A lot of people say that, you know, money is the root of evil. And I just, you know, it's not the money that's the root of evil. It is the love of money. Mm -hmm. That part. And my experience working in gospel behind the scenes and experiencing artists, um, I remember being at the Stellars last year and I was telling a friend of mine, I have never been in a place where it's very, I don't want to use the word hypocritical, but very um, juxtaposition. All these people behind the scenes are unhappy, but they're singing gospel. They're singing the good news. That was, it just blew my mind how many people were, and I'm talking about the prominent artists, not, not, the, not the ones coming up, had all the money, had the record deals, had their managers. I'm working backstage, they're coming in. First of all, I never thought I'd be in a day where there'd be a liquor bar at a gospel event, but that's a whole nother subject. You let me know what you're <laughs> but a lot of people are chasing the riches and fame and not focusing on the ministry. And what Danita, I find so refreshing and wonderful about you, you can really tell and correct if I'm wrong. This is something you would do whether you were paid or not. Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can just sure. feel the sincerity, the mm-hmm. true ministry. Like when you talk about your experiences. I, I can just feel the I can feel the Holy Ghost. I'm be deep enough, but I can just on, feel it. Mm. It's like inside of you, and you don't experience that a lot with gospel artists. You experience their artists. They do their interview. They show up. They got their background. They know what to say, how to say it, what key, what phrases to say. But there's no there's there's no power, you know. And, and with you, it's just really refreshing to come across artists like yourself who are really passionate about it. How did you get that passion? How did you get to this place? Going through life, going through life, going through so many things in life. And it's the way, it was the way that I was raised too. I was raised um, Pentecostal apostolic, um, very strict in the PAW, in a very strict, I'm from the PAW, I'm still in it. But I'm I'm telling you, it came from real life issues. You know, my mom and dad, they taught they taught me how to love God. But when I went through life, I had to learn how to love Jesus myself. Pasha. Mm. Mm. My God, I felt that. But I just um mm. let me let me get back because I felt the Holy Ghost right there. I felt, I felt the Holy Ghost, don't you start? Yeah. I've, I've been through so many things in my life, even during, during this pandemic. And I, I thank God for, God has blessed me so much, um, like financially, but this has been the worst, this has been the worst year of my life. And you know, God, when, when, it's, when I say it's been the worst year, but that's when the crushing of the oil, the crushing. Yeah. And, I, and, and God is getting us ready for something. I know he's coming back. 
But I really believe in down in the, in the deep down in my soul, he's getting us ready for something. When he gets ready to, to bring us out, it's going to be a different oil that the people have never experienced before from his true vessels. The Bible says that they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And I really believe during this pandemic, what we're in now, God is really birthing something in, in the true worshipers. Those that have been called, those have been chosen, those that have said yes, those that have put their will to the side and went through life issues, but comfort them through the holding down of their faith. I really believe that God is still in the blessing business. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about materialistic, but I'm talking about spiritually. I really believe that it's something that is something. I have chills all over my body right now, but I really believe something great in the spirit realm is coming for us. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You can pass the offering plate. I'm done. I'm about to roll off the floor right now. I'm so Amen. full. Amen. <laughs> Don't get me started. So I, I definitely got to, let's go back to music. So let's talking about your newest, <laughs> <Okay. single. laughs> your newest single. And then I want to better believe. Like I, I feel the Holy Ghost telling me to say this. Like, will you say yes when, when, when people, when the people, the very people that you love, the very people that you adore, what walks out of your life? My husband literally walked out of my life this year. He walked out. And I'm not ashamed to even to tell whoever's listening. I want you to hear me really clear. My husband walked out of my life this year for no apparent reason. This, this is not, this is a calling. A lot of people want to do this. Oh, I want to be singing. I want to be on the stage. I want to get paid money. But this, but the calling is beyond the stage. It's beyond the money. Are you willing to risk something so devastating in your life that you that you that you that you love so much will walk out and leave you? Are you willing to say yes to that? I'm telling you, it's, it's much more deeper oh. than a song. It's much more deeper than a than getting invited somewhere. This yeah. is a life changing. Wow. Thing. So it cost the oil cost. There, there's a lot of people left. There's a cost to your yes. I'm trying to tell you. And and a lot of people don't realize that suffering was was not something that <laughs> Jesus said we didn't have to go through. We have to go through some type of suffering. He just said we didn't have to endure it. Always, <laughs> but we're gonna have to go through some type of suffering, and the cost of saying yes to Jesus's will and way is your Job moment. Because Danita, you're going through a Job moment, and if you look at it, a good preacher here in town said this: Job didn't get his double for his double trouble. Until he prayed for those exact same people that walked away from him. That's when the breakthrough of the oil came through and the double and the and the, and the windows of heaven just showered blessings. When he learned that ministry wasn't about him, it was about praying for the others that have done him wrong. 
the others that were supposed to have his back, the people that were supposed to hold him down, the friends that supposed to be there and always hold him down, the people that said all these lip service stuff, but did not stay. When Joe prayed for his friends, uh, I'll show you. that's when he received his double portion. I'm trying to tell you. So in your Joe moment, Danita, I want you to know that you go, you got to pray for them, but keep going. Like Jesus said, if they don't accept it, brush the dirt off your feet and keep going. I was like, I said, God, how am I going to make it? Because he was the he was the breadwinner of my of me because I, I, I my child, she's 19. And I know I know I'm, I still look good. I'm, I'm in my 40s. Black don't crack, black don't crack. <laughs> but I was like, God, what am I going to do? Like, God, I don't have a job. What am I going to do, God? Lord, why would you allow this to happen to me? This is what I was talking to. I was talking to God like this. I said, why, God? What What did I do? I said, Lord, what did I do wrong as a wife, God? What did I do? The Lord said, Danita, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. You, you didn't do anything. I had to remove him. Come on now. I had to remove him. I had to. It was not by choice, but I had to remove him. And he said, God, God was like, Danita, don't you worry about it. I'm going to take care of you. I can really say, I can honestly say, and I'm, I don't mean to take over this interview, and I'm so sorry, Chris. I'm so I'm just blabbering at the mouth. But well, you good. Keep talking. I can honestly say that when he walked out of my life, he, he walked out when the pandemic first happened. That was in March, right? That was in March. From March to now, I have not wanted for nothing. Do you hear me? From March to now, God has blessed my finances. And you know what? And ladies, listen to that. I have not had to open my legs up to ask a man for a dime to take care of me. God has provided for me. Checks coming in the mail. People blessing me. Danita, what's your cash up? I didn't have to ask for nothing. Somebody needs to hear that. Me. And forgive me for, I don't mean to get all tear. I'm looking, I, I came straight into my studio. I'm like, where's my tissue? Where's my water assistant? Why don't I have an assistant? But the reality is I literally, I got phone calls this morning, you know, from friends who want to give up right now. I, I get calls from people so often from my friends. My friend just called me this morning and she said, I don't have anybody to trust. Just, I just want to cry because it's just too much. And I think people just need to hear it out there. It's women, men, you ain't got to open your legs. Mm -hmm. I know it's dark right now. It doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like. Everything is shutting down. But like you said, Pastor Jay, in this, this Job moment, you know, we had an artist on earlier who said he worked through his mess. He worshiped and God is looking for people who will say yes when it's uncomfortable. I know you can say yes when the record deal. I know you can say yes when the money looks right. I know you can say yes when it's your favorite pastor. But can you say yes when enemies are around you? 
You say yes when your husband walks out on you and leaves you. Can you say yes when you don't know where the next money is going to come from? Can you say yes when the bill collectors are calling you? Can you say yes when it don't feel good? Can you say yes when they talked about you like a dog? Can you say yes when you are depressed? Can you say yes when they all drop you? Yes. Jesus. It's a level of ministry. It's a level any artist. There's a level and a depth that God is taking us to that is requiring us. Can you say yes when they don't want to pay you? Oh, Can you say yes when your enemy calls you to sing at the gig? Can you say yes when you know they don't like you? Yes. Wow. Hey, can I add on to that? Can you say yes when you're going to have to forgive some people that you don't want to forgive? Come on. Are you, are you going to say yes when you're going to have to minister to that person that didn't want to minister to you? Are you going to say yes to be able to bring deliverance and healing to somebody that would never do the same for you? You know, I, I have to. Oh, my goodness. That, I was going to say, let, let me interrupt you. Little do you know, sometimes you're biggest blessing comes in those moments. And I've learned that like there's been occasions where you will have to minister to those people and minister through those situations in order for God to really bless you. Listen, I'm telling you like this funny thing you say how your um your now ex-husband walked out on you this year. I'm going to share your ex. Um 3 years ago, similar situation. I was engaged to be married. And at that time, all hell had broke loose. When I tell you I lost my job, then a week later, she walked out. Then I was like, I'm about to lose my place. I'm about to lose my car. I'm about to lose it all. Do you hear me what I'm saying? And literally, it was nobody but God that kept me in that time. It was a year and a half long. I'm not even lying to you. It was a year and a half long of going through. And I literally just started to recover. Just started to recover. And I'm trying to tell you, it was difficult to say yes in those moments, but it was in that moment or in those moments where the song Chasing After You was birthed. So you never know what God has in store for you in your question season, in your, in your question moment. I call it even your, uh, your, um, your Calvary time, the time of your Calvary when you're getting ready, God's getting ready to crush you like he did Jesus. And, but you also remember on the other side there's a resurrection. So mm-hmm. even in this moment, you're even though you're being crushed and you're being, in a sense, crucified in the sense because your flesh is not liking what's going on at the moment. Remember, on the other side of it is a resurrection day and that God's going to lift you up out of all of it. And even now, it's encouraging me. Like, you're encouraging me in all of it now because the funny thing is I'm out here in Chicago and Friday, last Friday, I lost my job. Mm. And I'm going through it all over again. But this time I'm like, all right, God, I don't know what you're finna do. I'm not even putting finna put you in a box. Mm-mm. I'm just gonna have the faith to believe that you're gonna show up for me. Cause at this particular moment, I'm out here. I ain't got nobody out here but me. Mm-hmm. My mama is on the other side on the other coast. You're gonna have to do something and you have to do it quickly. And I'm gonna trust you to do it. And listen, I just have this assurance that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be fine. Amen. And it's just crazy, but it's just funny how God will put you through certain situations to birth the oil or to birth something out of you and to crush you enough to get a certain oil that he needs out of you that can go to different nations to get go to different people that might not be reached by these mainstream artists because they become so, excuse me, I'm sorry. Some of them have come become shallow. Let's be real. 
they become shallow in their Christianity and their faith. Whereas just some of us, there's a remnant of us where God has literally took us through so much stuff, but it has produced this level of oil to where we don't have to get up and do a whole bunch of runs. We don't have to get up and do a whole bunch of runs. We can get up and just sing Jesus and the whole place will be filled with his glory. That's what we want. And that's what God, I think, is requiring and is looking for in this season and in this time where people are tired of playing church. People are tired of this fake Christianity that we have going on. They want authentic experiences with God. And so that's what he's requiring now. It's like, so now don't be surprised when we emerge from this, artists like us start rising to the top because we are authentic with who we are. We are authentic with God. Like, okay, this is what it is. And we want you to have an experience with God every time we open our mouth. Mm -hmm. So this is not all now, this is all, this is all not by happenstance. This is this was on purpose. Like Amen. even your husband leaving, leaving, it was not by happenstance. That, like you said, it was on purpose. He had to, and to show and to prove to you that he's the God is the provider, not him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's man. Yeah. And I, I, love the Lord. I don't know if y'all can tell I'm rocking here and I'm just holding all in and usually I'm the funny host. I got the good water, by the way. And God, but I just want to say I love the Lord. Yes. He has never failed me. He has never left me. And I just want to say to you, Chris, you may have lost your job, but you haven't lost your faith. Thank like you. God is the God. He is a professional and miracle. He is the yes. professional at making ways. And I mean, I'm with you. I've been unemployed. Okay. Then they done been letting me go. And I don't make a big deal about it because I'm just like, Lord, you've been the force of my income this whole entire time. And you continue to open doors. Never been late on my rent. Not mm. behind on one bill. You know, like it, it, God is so amazing. His faithfulness. The way he works, it's just like somebody just needs to know out there and they're going to hear it on this video through our testimonies. God is real. He is real. And what you are going through, what you are facing is never too hard for God. Ladies, the man walks out on you. Danita is right here as the living witness that God will will make a way. And I just want to say to you, he's going to restore that which you lost 10 times fold. I already see it coming. And Chris, you may have lost. The job is not, we we put our faith in our job. We put our faith in man. And I don't know why we do it. We constantly put our faith in these jobs and our faith should be in God. You think the same God that got you this job won't get you another one? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm just so full because God is so amazing. And, he, and and I think in the gospel industry, we've treated God like he's some business manager or some publicist or or some type of, you know, yeah. Lord, you, you get me this and you get me that. And God is way more than this industry. Mm-hmm. God is way more. And really right now, the playing field has been leveled out. So yeah. your favorite gospel artists, they struggling right now, too. Come on here. Come on here. Your favorite gospel artists are struggling right now, too. And to the artists out there who are like, I don't know if I should. They hating on me. They sitting on my, you know, they sitting on me. Now is your time to put yourself out there. The the playing field has been leveled. You ain't got to do all of that stuff. Shout out to, you know, all the gospel industry people. They ain't got no job right now. 
ain't no place to go to. And you know, I wanted to put this scripture out there. And I think this is the biggest thing that we got to get back to. All right. And that's as the Christian, the Christian initiative. And the, and the scripture is reading out of the messenger translation, Luke six and 31. And it says, here is a simple rule of thumb for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you. Then grab the initiative and do it for them. Do to others as you would want to be done to you. Somebody out there took out time. Somebody out there took out a prayer for you in the midst of your foolishness. So guess what? Do it for somebody and the oil is going to come back. Ten times fold, but it's just the servitude. When you're waiting on that next level, when you're waiting on that next word, when you're waiting for that next step, you still got to serve God. Mm. So take the initiative and do to people as you want to be done to yourself, because it will make a change. It will make up, it will resurrect a a change of people because instead of having hurt, being led by hurt, it'll be healed, healing the hurt and the hurt, learning to heal others and, and learning a new way. Instead of always talking about what somebody did to me, they talk about, do you know what God brought me from? Mm. Got to change the Christian initiative, y'all. We have to be able to make a difference because God wants us to bring life, deliverance, healing. People should be able to hear the song, the ministry, the word, the sermon, whatever you, the praise dance, the Christian rap that you made and be healed by it because there's power in your testimony. So don't be scared if you was on drugs and you got off. Don't be scared that you're going through a divorce. Don't be scared to know that you've had some type of um, issues with your finances. Don't be scared to share that because there's somebody else that's waiting for you to be free so that they can be free themselves. Because a lot of times people are scared to show what they've been through, but there's power to free other people. And the answer is Jesus. And you better believe it. Speaking of better believe, let's go ahead and talk about your new song. Um, you better, uh, <laughs> you, uh, you better believe it, right? Great segue, by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> I had to, you know. So um, you better believe it. What was the 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 drive behind? You better believe it. And what should they better believe? Um, you know, the the um, the Caucasian people that I mentioned, um, when it first, they're like family to me. I love them. They're called People in Songs. So they um, invited me when it, when, it, when everything first went down with me and my situation. They were like, Danita, you need to come to Indiana because you write. Like, you need to write right now. So I went there. Um, it's like Indiana for me, it's like about six hours. So I just hopped in my car, drove there. Got in the, we started writing together. So they was, she was like, Danita, just scream. Just, I know you want to scream, just scream. But I didn't scream. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, went there, got in the writing room, and she was like, How do you feel? I said, well, I feel hurt. I feel angry. She was like, Let's write about it. I was like, I, just, I don't want to write about that. 
I said, let's just, I said, I want to, I actually want to change my sound. I said, I want to do something different. I want to, I want to reach, I just don't want to reach the black people. I want to reach y'all. I want to reach the mm. white people, the Chinese people. I said, I want to do a rock song. She, she looked at me like, what? So yeah, I want to do a rock song. So it's right. That's where that's where the inspiration came from. I wanted to change my sound. I wanted to do a, a rock song because I'm not just an artist that's stuck in a box. I want to be able to do different music so I can reach different people. Hey man, I love that. that I love that you reached outside the box. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Hey man. So one thing I definitely have to say. I know it's late on y'all side of the earth. But I, I definitely wanted to say this was needed. That's why now I see why the enemy was trying to stop the broadcast so fast. Because he it, it was gonna be some deliverance and some set free in this interview today. And he didn't want people to hear it. But one thing I want I want to say to you, Nita, is to stay encouraged. You. Your music is going to heal a generation of other Danitas that you'll, you might meet or you might never meet, but just to stay encouraged to know that you're striving to be able to empower somebody that heard your mm -hmm. voice, that you, that you don't even know them. That's the power of ministry right there. That somebody mm -hmm. over the airwaves, it could be even in a whole different country, heard your song and yeah. kept holding on. Amen. They better believe it that Jesus is going to make a way because he is worthy. Amen. You see how I added all your songs in, in that one segment? See? Yeah, I see you. Yeah, I did that. Keep holding on. You better believe it. He's making a way because he's worthy. That's right. Hey, and that's all her music. So if you want to go listen to any of those songs I just said, go ahead. Check out Danita on all social media platforms and digital platforms. Go buy her music. And um, one thing, what, what would you like to leave with the people today before we leave? I'm so full right now. And there's so many things I want to say. But the one thing that I can truly say is just keep loving God. You keep loving God and stay focused. Keep that connection with God. Mm. Might rear off to the left and to the right. I'm not going to say that this has been an easy process for me because I was angry with God. I was no. angry with God for what happened. I was like, you you allow this to happen to me. Like, I don't like being single. Being single sucks. This is what, being, I told God this. I said, God, you know my flesh. I don't, my flesh is weak. Let's talk about that. I don't like being single. Because, but but in the church, we don't like to talk about um, our flesh being weak. We don't like to talk about that. That's a whole nother broadcast. That's a whole nother subject that we can, we can, we have to come back on that. But I was just, I'm just a plain out honest person and I'm real. I said, God, I don't like, I don't like this. You allowed this to happen to me, but I want to tell you who, who's, who's listening to me right now. Somebody might have walked out of your life. Somebody that you care about. It might have been a, a friend. But I'm telling you, God is trying to get something out of you. It's not the person. But he wants to, He wants gold out of you. And whatever he has to do to get gold out of you, he's, he's going to do it whether you like it or not. And you cannot put anybody before him. Yeah. You cannot put anybody before him. 
You have to stay focused. God is the main source, not that person. You cannot put your trust in men. And see, that, that was the issue. Oh, he's the bread one. He's going to take care of me. I lost my focus. Mm. I lost my focus. I depended on him more than I depended on God. And look what God did. He moved him out the picture. He, and he said, now we're going to see what you're going to focus on. Yeah. So you listen to me now, you hear my voice, you be encouraged. It ain't over for you. God has greater for you. You're not the only one going through. We're going, all of us are going through something. Us on this broadcast, we're talking to you, but we're going through right now too. Yeah. Stay focused. You're going to make it. God is going to do it and it's definitely not over. It's not over for you. Keep going. Don't throw in the towel. You're right at the finish line. The devil wants you to go to hell, but you're not going to hell. You're not going to go to hell. You're going to make it. You're going to make it and God is going to do it. But you have to stay focused. You must stay focused. It's your destiny to stay focused. Don't lose your destiny by getting off focus. Don't do that. Stay focused. Stay focused. That was meant for me. I, 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 I'll take a piece of that, but I'm, I'm stumbling over words, Pastor Jay, because everything, whenever something good is going to happen, the devil's going to try to to make it all crazy. And I, I came on late. I wasn't going to come on because I'm not. I don't like being late. Um, um, but, but obviously this whole thing was meant to be because I, I am so full right now. I, I am just, I am overflowing full, just blessed by this whole entire conversation. That's all I want to say. Amen. Chris. I'm saying as DW, I'm very much encouraged, very much encouraged. There's not much to say. Amen. Stay encouraged, everybody. Download the Anointed Radio app. Make sure you listen to our 24-hour gospel. Make sure if you want to plant a seed in our ministry of Anointed Radio, there's the Cash App at the bottom of Anointed Radio Network at Cash App. Be able to donate, do the great things at the ministry to be able to go forward. And one thing I would like to say to everybody is we're going to go ahead and we're going to play two of her songs mm, my and God. then we're gonna go ahead and go out so we'll see you next week it's gonna be guess what guess what time it is holy ghost happy mm. holiday my god Emmanuel. oh all right i got to go i can't do it, Let it snow. <laughs> i love you guys thank you so much love you bye <laughs> So keep going on. (laughs) Keep keep holding on, everybody. And we'll see you guys next week. So you say that life is over. And you feel like giving up
Joyous of life has got you in a whirlwind. You won't stressed out and depressed. And you keep failing the test. And you have to start out over again. Aren't you tired of going in circles? And you can't see your way out. You're going crazy. You need to chill out before you make the wrong decision. Fall on your knees and pray. Let me encourage you today. Keep holding on. Keep holding on. Don't you let go. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Keep holding on, Ooh, yeah. don't you let go, no, the race is not given to the swim nor to the strong, but to the one that endures till the end, hold your head up, don't you cry, it's alright anyhow, you came too far, just to give up now Aren't you tired of going in circles And you can't see your way out You're going crazy You need to chill out Before you make the wrong decision Fall on your knees and pray Let me encourage you Sets free is free indeed. You better. 
better believe it. You better believe it. If God says you are healed, you better believe it. So get on up. If God says you are healed, you better believe it. So get on up, the sun will rise with healing wings. You better believe it. If God says it, you better believe it. If God says it, you better believe it. If God says it, you better believe it. Thank you. 